Um, okay, now we got to be serious. This is a real podcast for yeah. real people. Yeah. Are we, are we, so are we bringing back the like the classic intro? We tried that with the, with the Saf one episode. It worked kind of okay. Okay. All right. Hey, you're listening to How Do You Engineer, a podcast about engineering. Well, about stuff talked about by engineers. That's true, too. That's true. Not always engineering. Sometimes we interview, but not often because it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> We're busy. Now, now we yeah. mostly just talk about stuff and be yeah. engineers. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, on that note, we I wanted to talk about a couple things that we'd like to do for you, our listeners. Um, first of all, we'd like to pronounce listener properly. <laughs> Your <laughs> inflections are all over the place. Our listeners. Well, what I w- it's, it's because when we do the new intro, I wanted to do a different emphasis every time. So I want to uh. do like, how do you engineer? How do you engineer? How do you engineer? How do you? So you sound even? too friendly, and that's just not you. How Pete. do you engineer? <laughs> you can you can do it all. Okay. Was that like a how you doing? Like, how was, do was you? Joey engineer? introducing our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, we're rapidly becoming not serious, which is what we wanted to do. <laughs> this is like take number three. <laughs> okay. We don't have to we're, be serious. We're, we're serious. <laughs> serious business. Um. So I had a thing I was going to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, we would like to give you merch because if we give you merch, maybe you will give us money and then we can keep doing podcasts. Yeah. So if you would like merch, well, at the very least we'd like to break even on merch. So we didn't end up getting paid in t-shirts. Yeah. We just want merch, but we don't have to pay lots of money for it for That's ourselves. Yeah. I want a t-shirt with my face on it. That's what the merch was going to be, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, just All of it. It's just, just Abby my face. My, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, we will definitely do that now. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, what we're going to do is set up on our website, some kind of like pre-order where you can decide if you would like a t-shirt and we'll have some examples and then, you know, like, like say if you want to buy one and then with the, if there's a lot of interest, we can order more and more and it makes it cheaper. I think maybe we start with like over the next month, we'll put up post a post with like, here's some ideas for t-shirt designs and people can give us some feedback if they mm-hmm. want. Yeah. And then in the following month, we'll open a store in which you can buy an imaginary t-shirt which will eventually become either a real t-shirt or a refund depending on how it goes no it'll become a real t-shirt it just depends on how many we buy because we, we don't want to buy a hundred and end up with like 60 in a garbage bag because it used to happen to me when i was in punk bands we'd buy like a bajillion t-shirts and then we just ended up with garbage bags full of t-shirts yeah so it'll, it'll be like a pre-sale we'll do yeah. like we'll, we'll run our own kickstarter for t-shirts Mm-hmm. Only it's no, it's not Kickstarter because it's going to run no matter what. It's a GoFundMe. Yeah. yeah, and we'll also have a category which we talked about earlier, where you can just buy a thing for like five dollars, and we'll send you a thing. Yeah, but you won't know what the thing is. Yeah, it'll be something engineering related. Yeah, actually, I, once, once it's on the store, I want to see if anyone buys it. Mm-hmm. All right, and I mean, they'll be shipping, but we don't know how that works yet. Yeah, that's that's going to be it'll be an adventure for all of us. If yeah. you want to be part of this adventure with us, you can buy a T-shirt. If you know how to engineer. <laughs> t-shirt logistics <laughs> yeah <laughs> well because the, the alternative is that we do like a teespring campaign or something yeah. but that, yeah. that's way too legit oh yeah no that's uh, well something's funny over there you've also got a mouthful of pita and it sounds hilarious no it's fine nobody knows this until <laughs> <laughs> i pointed out well you keep saying let's try to be serious while holding pita next to your face <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and no one knows but we know don't wear it as don't, a hat don't do that <laughs> okay this is a serious episode yes all right um i'm gonna take a picture of that for context so we can put it up <laughs> on the website uh and then we can get back to actually making a podcast there we go all Perfect. right that, that's going on the website 
Um, I say we don't cut any of that silence where you took that picture. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get serious. Get, let's go into business. Let's get dangerous. All right, we duck. We oh, duck. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this episode, Abby is going to be in charge because, not because, okay. <laughs> Things yeah, are already you getting complicated. Carefully pick your Pete, words there, Peter. Check your Abby, male privilege here. <laughs> Abby is going to be in charge because she is most qualified to talk about this topic. Ah, there, that was actually well done. Good that's, job, Pete. That, that is good. Okay. Um, if that's not and obvious, because Simon and I are scared. <laughs> nothing to be scared about, and I'm I'm not okay. Let me start off by saying that we're talking about women in engineering, not necessarily from a facts and figures point of view, but just some points, some anecdotes that I've I've noticed over the years as a woman and Pete, as an engineer. Pete is still making me He's just noises. loudly chewing. <laughs> um, and of course, Peter and Simon are welcome to their opinions. And I'm not saying that they're not allowed to have opinions because they're men, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, no, I, th- that is it is something we should talk about. As part of this, like, part of the reason we've kind of danced around this topic is that we, as a podcast, are not, like, we haven't really established, like, our opinion as a group on this. That's and, true. And we don't want, we want to make sure that it comes out as these are individual opinions, not like. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and do not necessarily yeah, reflect exactly. the, the <laughs> ideas of the podcast uh, overall. Yeah, sure. maybe. It's, it, well, also just to be like, whether we as a group, like we as a group are agreeing that we're all allowed to have opinions on this, but that doesn't necessarily mean that society agrees that we're all allowed to have opinions yeah. on this. And, I mean, and there is the issue of like, I've been in engineering forums before where people are addressing women in engineering as a topic and it's like 95% old white guys, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, good and probably not good. Well, yeah. Well, that's something we can talk about. So anyway... We have opinions and we're going to express them, but in the context of we realize that we are men in a position of privilege within our our selected uh, profession. And so it's hard for us to, like, it's impossible for us to know what it's actually like to be a woman in engineering, which is why we want you to run the show. Mm -hmm. And I'd also like to add a further disclaimer in that the majority of things I'm going to be talking about are the opinions of someone who was born and raised in a first world country where I had myself privileges that other people in the world do not have. Um, And so all my opinions are going to be from that perspective, living in a a reasonably liberal society. Well, yeah, this is, this is going to be about women and engineering in North America. Essentially. Yeah. Like specifically, because it's, it's, it, it, there's definitely different things going on around the world and we're not qualified to speak to that. No, it's an entirely Mm -hmm. different issue. And I, I can't, I can't Mm -hmm. be the one to discuss that. we, We may even run out of time to talk about all the things we want to talk about and stretch this into we'd like to do a couple other episodes with more people involved but uh, yeah i think this is this is just broaching the issue as a thing yeah. that we want to talk about and it's important to talk about but it's also uh, it's a delicate topic but i hope if, if we can open the door here to conversation then it's also hopefully something we'll get some feedback from people and if there are other if there are people listening that want to be involved in this conversation we're happy to create a platform for that conversation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are other things that are interesting like you were saying it this is your perspective from where you have experienced it it's probably very different in different specific places like silicon valley has a reputation yeah for what it's like to work there as a woman so well or specific companies exactly yeah yeah so but anyway so that's go ahead we we preface let's 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 start (laughs) let's start with anecdotes i think that's the best well i i think i just i want to start with my main thesis of what my main argument for women in engineering, which is that, and I've written it down, 
(laughs) (laughs) that women in engineering will only become a normal thing when we start to treat it as a normal thing. Yeah. Mm. So what I mean by that is that um, often, and I'm going to, again, I'm going to talk about this from my perspective. Sometimes women are treated differently and it's not necessarily that they're treated worse than male counterparts, but we are treated differently. Mm -hmm. And it's little things and it's not things that necessarily are always a big deal. And sometimes it's, they're, they're silly things or things that I laugh about in retrospect, but sometimes something happens and you go, oh, you don't think of me as a, just a colleague. You think of me as a female colleague or a woman colleague Mm -hmm. or something like that. One situation um, that this has come up was um, in a meeting where there was a group of engineers and we were all in a room and there was like, I don't know, eight, 10 of us, something, all dudes. I'm the only girl. Mm -hmm. And we're just chatting about a thing, blah, blah, blah. And someone swears. They use the word fuck as a form of emphasis. Like, oh, so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And then they turn to me and they go, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I go. delicate flower. Exactly. (laughs) And it's like, what? I'm not. You don't have to apologize to me when you swear. And I'm assuming, like, I don't really think it could have been anything else other than my being a woman. Because I wasn't, like, the youngest person in the room. I wasn't Mm. the newest employee in the room. Any of that stuff, you know? Yeah, you're just not one of the guys in in a group that was was this a group that was previously all guys that you then became like the one woman in a group that had previously been purely male probably as i'm the only girl in engineering in our building yeah here yeah okay so it's uh, like that's one thing that we've that i've definitely noticed is that engineering part of the reason that engineers have issues with egalitarian like uh egalitarianness is that like we're (laughs) Like being be, uh, like equality is that we're, egalitarianism. We're, we're, yeah, we're, mm-hmm. we're we as men in engineering tend to get used to being in groups of engineers that are only men, and so it becomes a novelty when you have a female engineer, and then so it's hard to not have that be like to push that novelty out of your mind, mm-hmm. which is uh, which I would definitely account for the for that kind of behavior. I think. Yeah, it's it's the type of thing where when I sit there, I just think like oh, I'm in a room of it's an engineering meeting or whatever. Yeah. But then I guess other people don't necessarily, it's an engineering meeting. And then we happen to have a female engineer here. It's, it's weird. I don't know what you guys think of the situation. (laughs) I honestly don't think anything of the situation. And obviously it's not everyone. Well, no, it's just weird. But I think it's indicative of what I'm, what I'm saying, which is like, we, we as male engineers are aware, like are, are aware of female engineers in a way that we're not aware of other male engineers really yeah well okay i i am in part because i am trying consciously not to be which is really counterintuitive Mm -hmm. like i i because i worry a lot about like my privilege in a lot of situations Mm, okay i i am like realistically i'm a white cis male in a male dominated field like i am the privilegedness like incarnate so i got like it is i yeah (laughs) but i mean like so i I spend a lot of time worrying about like my whether i'm taking privilege for example for uh granted in groups which counterintuitively makes me sometimes worse at being like equal with people that's interesting Mm because i don't think i do i don't think i really ever think about like some occasionally it will occur to me to worry about stuff like that like occasionally i'll be driving home from work listening to something like the uh the outcomes that they had from the recent uber scandals mm-hmm. and thinking like oh man i really hope that abby doesn't get angry at me for 
occasionally saying something that isn't appropriate and like that's like so if i think about it i'm like oh shit i really hope that i don't do that yeah but then i don't actually ever think about it day to day i don't know again i don't think but i don't think either of us are in a position to know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing (laughs) exactly yeah i don't know if not thinking about it means that it's been normalized or thinking about it means that it's a good thing because you're careful i don't know it's acknowledged like Like, i don't yeah it just it just feels sad for me in a way that you have to think about something like that like oh i made an inappropriate joke i hope that abby felt okay about that and like you don't give a shit about simon and what he felt (laughs) (laughs) well yeah well no i I do like that's the thing i think even now thinking about it i i would worry about it being inappropriate for the audience and i would also worry about people like most of it is like I don't want people generally universally to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so if we make a, a lewd joke or something that's inappropriate because it's vaguely racist or something like that, you don't want anyone to feel un- uncomfortable whether or not it's because they have particular beliefs or they come from a particular background mm-hmm. or they're a woman or a man or anything. Yeah. Like, so generally, it it's like a universal don't be an asshole kind of yeah, just worry. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, I guess my my problem is that all right, I, I like don't take this the wrong way, but I'm I'm sexist, I I am, and I'm not proud of that fact. Like, but it's it's something that I'm aware of, and I try to be better at, and I have gotten much better at recently. But it's not something I cannot think about. If I don't think about it, then I'm a jerk, even not meaning to be. Okay. And I think a lot of people don't think about it, and then they're jerks because they're like it's. Being se- like, I am sexist in that I make assumptions about people based on their gender that are not necessarily true. And like, that's ever, I would say that the vast majority of people are, yeah. but the vast majority of people just aren't aware of it or deny it. It's, yeah, I mean, I, it's pretty ingrained. I, I'm not going to say that just because you use the word sexist that you're a terrible person. No. Yeah. I mean, I do it too. No, exactly. But it's, it's, it's like, there are a lot of things we, we, we are, we make assumptions about people based on things that are inappropriate. We make like based on race or based on socio socioeconomic status. Xenophobia. There's yeah. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. all those things and people all have that. And to a certain degree. And so being aware of it can be a good thing, but it can also make it so that it exacerbates situations like you're talking about where like, I feel like I need to walk on eggshells in a social situation because I'm worried about whether or not I'm presenting myself as a, a male engineer who doesn't is haha engineering is for men kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I'm hyper aware of that, and that in some t- some cases actually makes the situation worse. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay. It also probably to a certain extent depends on your exposure to well, see, that's a certain weird... a certain like environment. Like that's the weird thing is like I used to when I was in undergrad, my undergraduate uh, cohort was like a third female, and it, and at that point, I was completely unaware of. So I was probably a way bigger asshole at the time. But I was also like, it wasn't an odd situation to be in a group, like in a, in a mixed gender group. Whereas since then I've become acclimatized to an engineering departments that are only male, like the companies Mm. I've worked at and the companies that we worked with, like I, I was working for a company that had a whole bunch of customers and they amongst our customers, there was maybe one female engineer. So I'm saying like, it's, it's very easy to lose that acclimatization to having a, and a uh, mixed gender yeah. department in engineering. It probably depends on the cultural norm where you're working. Like I'm to to take it to an extreme. I've heard a lot of stories about sexism in Australia, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. to 
point out Australia if we Headline, have any, if any Australians <laughs> are awesome. <laughs> if anyone thinks if anyone's listening who is offended, I'm sorry, but that those are the stories I've heard. And again, it's a it's a cultural norm thing more than anything else. Yeah. That's it's a, it's is the way that women are viewed in that culture. It mm. could be specifically having to do with the automotive industry, which is what this was in relation to, but I don't know. It's a uh, an example of where it's sort of like if you're surrounded by people who think a certain way, it's hard not to. Okay. <laughs> not that I'm also hyper aware of. I don't want to like domineer this conversation right now. <laughs> still wrong. Well, you don't need. I don't. I don't want you to feel like that. That's no. That, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is yeah. that, like I, it's always in the back of my head. And on the one hand, I'd rather be aware of it and awkward about it because I'm aware of it than not aware of it. But it doesn't necessarily make the situation better. Okay. Like it, it, it goes against your original, your thesis is that until it's not something, it's until it's something that you don't have to worry about, then it's never going to be something that you don't have to worry about, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it's little things and it's, it's not just on a personal, like one-to-one scale. It's, I mean, it's entire companies, it's, it's attitudes toward women in STEM in general. It's, you know... Uh, magazine publishers publishing articles about like the 20 best you know female scientists discoveries mm. this year yeah and it's like why are you doing that the fact that we're having this podcast yeah no the, the, the fact that we need to have this conversation and that people don't feel comfortable having this conversation are both symptoms of a bigger problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i mean i can't necessarily delve down into what exactly that is and i, I don't know because i only know about my experience but I don't know. I just, I sometimes, you know, it's being, we're being treated differently. Again, not necessarily worse, just differently. Mm-hmm. And you realize that people are just looking at you as something that isn't like them necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's difficult. Like, I know that we're obviously going to get to at a certain point to how to solve the problem because there are mm-hmm. lots of different ideas about how to solve the problem. But the, the, the tricky part becomes there are, especially in parts in the tech industry for for one there are very big issues well it, and like and it's not again it's not like people are people are treated differently like you said in terms of like percentages of how many female engineers work in different departments and the sorts of roles they're given and the kinds of salaries they're given but it's also they are oftentimes treated worse mm-hmm. they get mm-hmm. worse salaries they're discriminated against they don't get the same benefits like it's uh, they're even like harassed and abused, which is obviously totally unacceptable. All of it's totally unacceptable, but that's especially grave. And so it's difficult to distinguish like hiring practices and casual banter in the office from people who are like legitimately being held back by their superiors and discriminated against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually, okay, I, I have a, a question for the panel but <laughs> so this is this is something since we're talking about women in engineering and one of the things it kind of bothered me at the time uh for different reasons than it bothers me now but i had i had a uh, a friend in undergrad who was when she was applying for co-op jobs one of the things that the co-op um the advisor at the co-op 
program recommended to her was how can you in your resume make it painfully clear that you're female because you have like you have an androgynous name and it's you're in an engineering program Mm -hmm. um and frankly when you're applying for co-op jobs or at least in just before 2010 um that was a big effect in the like if you were getting hired for a co-op job being female was a huge mark in your favor mm-hmm. and at the time it bothered me because i was an undergrad student who couldn't get a co-op job and i was like you and you're getting co-op jobs but it was it was indicative of an underlying problem with a that we felt the need to count like to overcompensate i guess like yeah this is happening everywhere this overcompensation yeah it's like i don't want to be a diversity hire i want to know that i was hired on my you know my merits not yeah. because i have a that drives you know, me, I'm a lady drives me super crazy yeah i was at a, a science fair once and i was talking to one of the judges and he was like it's a real big problem this is a real issue like how many engineers do you have at your company and i'm like oh like two or three and he's like that's terrible you need to hire more you need to go and hire you need to only hire women i'm like dude what no. the hell is your problem like that is i hire people purely based on can they do the job because if they don't I don't care. It's still my ass. Like, but so, but yeah. so many people see that as the solution. The solution to women making less money is to give them higher paying jobs because they're women, as opposed to not looking at the fact that they're women. Or the solution to not having enough female engineers is to hire more women, mm-hmm. as opposed to hiring yeah. with a gal. Which like, is bananas. Like I, I was thinking about this a lot. I just through one circumstance or another have hired for the last four years almost exclusively women for co-ops i think actually exclusively women for co-ops exclusively yeah but like abby has been in every interview and it's never been because they are women it's been because they're definitely by far the most qualified it's and we've never had male applicants really we have very few male applicants and then usually they're not the best applicants and they don't even get an interview yeah and so it's like okay i'm not purposefully hiring women because for co-ops i'm hiring people that are qualified and i don't really care because at the end of the day I can't be like, oh, yeah, I know, I'm like Mr. Director of Engineering. Like, I'm really sorry that this person is screwed up. It's because they're, I hired them because they're a woman and it turns out they weren't the best for this job. Like, that's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. If they screw up, then you're in trouble. It doesn't matter if they're a woman or a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but you have to hire based on that. But even companies, like companies pulling out, pulling female employees into a, like a photo shoot to be like, we need to get lots of pictures of female engineers and stuff like that. Uh, Abby, just uh, what, what, what did you <laughs> describe? Describe the reaction you just had to that statement. <laughs> My reaction, I, it's like, ah, why? Yeah, like, yeah. There's this happens a lot, and yeah. not just in it's photo not, shoots. It's, it's in, it's, it's how a, we. Sorry, go ahead, Peter. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's everything. It's it's pandering almost it's mm. it's overcompensation in this well, that's an excellent word for it and it's way. disingenuous it is disingenuous not, if you put a bunch of women standing around a piece of hardware it's not like look at all the women we have you had to gather them there yeah mm-hmm. no that's that's exactly the problem yeah it's the, it's the fact that you had to gather them there mm-hmm. yeah that, that's, that you shouldn't stupid. be in that situation in the first place yeah and i mean to a certain extent like i have I think I'm sort of aligned with Abby on this. I have major issues with a lot of the dedicated programs to do things like this. Yeah, this is but, one of my points. Yeah. It, it <laughs> drives, no, hate, no, you started. No, it's just one slight side note to that before we get into it, which is I, I understand that the population of women in engineering is an issue only because it offers you more because like if you hire predominantly men for your department, 
because predominantly men apply to jobs in your department and the only people you ever really interview are men, that isn't your fault. Like, mm-hmm. you, and, but that's the fault of there not being a higher population of women who are applying to jobs in your field. And so that comes back to what they always address in this point, which is more women need to be in STEM programs at colleges and universities because then they increase the population overall and there's more higher statistical likelihood that you will have women applying for particular positions because there are more in the population in general. But again, people are going, they're going around it completely wrong. They're yeah, no, they, absolutely. The they are they're just like, mm-hmm. we're going to shoehorn women into no, a, the program as it stands. It is totally wrong. But yeah. the, the statistical demographics of women in engineering is a problem. Like just purely yes. because you have, there's less, but that's, it, that, that is reflect, that is reflective of how engineering is as a, topic of education like as a department in most schools and how engineering is as a field right now it's not exactly and but then there are ways to solve it that aren't the ways they're going about solving it right now like they're they they, to a certain extent don't have this issue anymore in law they to a certain extent don't have this issue anymore in medicine they've certainly made great strides in improving it and so engineering this is like it's not something that's unsolvable but it's how you address that population abby I, I think for me, it's I get angry when I see programs specifically targeted to like, you know, we need to show little girls about engineering. We need to, you know, do this little thing. We need to do this thing, target grade 12 female students, give them these presentations um, as again, as if we're different than our male counterparts, as if we need different information in order to get interested in the program because we don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, more exposure in general to engineering is great. What engineering actually means, that's wonderful. But you don't need to target females specifically. So universally, or not universally, broadly, what do you see as being the the major source of the problem? Like, why do you think there aren't a, the same number of women in engineering as men? So that's, that's tough, because... I, maybe they just don't want to be in engineering. I don't know. I haven't interviewed enough women to know. Yeah. Because, because the I, hypothesis is that it's because they have cultural norms that are against that kind of role. And so to mitigate those pressures, they have to show women that they can be engineers because they don't understand that. Which is bananas. But that's the argument. It's it's so insulting yeah. um, to think that we need to be told that we're allowed to do a certain thing. I mean, we're, again, North America in a pretty progressive area um, from a very young age, I'm sure all of us were told we could be anything we wanted to be when we grow up. And no one at one, any point was like, Oh, you know, you'd make a really good secretary or maybe you should be a nurse. No one ever said that. And so no one ever limited me. Yeah. And so I chose this because I was interested in it. And I mean, that's also because maybe I have parents that didn't say anything or maybe other people don't have that kind of situation. And they're told that they have to go into maybe a more female centric career but I don't necessarily think it's because these women want to be engineers. And then they're like, well, no, it's, it's too male dominated. I didn't even know engineering was male dominated until I was already accepted. Mm-hmm. And my teacher started going like, oh, not a lot of girls in that program. And I went, oh, really? I had well, no spe- idea. Especially electrical engineering. You, like, you went into a particularly heavily male, do- male dominated. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no. And, that, and, and that's great. We should keep it that way if we can. It's but. older generations putting that on younger yeah. generations, yeah. telling them, like, girls aren't going in this, and so it is your job to go in this because you have to prove, prove, I don't know, yeah. that girls can do science. I don't know. It's Yeah. It's no, and, and, and the solution that people seem to fall on is to 
is to compensate for the fact that it's accepted that it's a male dominated profession rather than trying to rather than dealing with the fact that there are still things going on in the profession that make it male dominated even if you tell people it's not it, there there are still significant issues with sexism in yeah. in education and in the workplace that it no amount of being positive to getting girls into into stem is going to change that no and then the argument comes back to likely a lot of the sexism in the field is because there are so few women it's like it's, it's, a, a, it's, a it's a self-fulfilling yeah. it is issue yeah well and that's the other the other pro or part of the other problem is that we because we are focusing so much on a specific group um like women in engineering specifically but there are also like there are other like social groups races and and so forth that are significantly under underrepresented in engineering and they don't get any like so really what we should be doing is trying to rather than singling out a single group and be like we're going to make sure these people join engineering we should be looking at making engineering inclusive to everyone yep because mm-hmm. uh, it's they have potentially larger obstacles well certain it, demographics well and when when you start focusing on the bigger problem of being inclusive as opposed to a specific problem of getting more women into engineering then you eliminate a lot of the like the terrible solutions that we're that we're railing against yeah i mean mm-hmm. this is a generalization but like it's it's likely i don't I, okay this is probably totally bullshit but i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> say a thing that's possible okay um it's possible that it is comparatively easier as a woman to get into engineering than it is as someone living in like south chicago like low low ses as yeah. opposed to being female theoretically there 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 are more at least at least there are more systems in place to watchdog that system like to watchdog gender equality versus socioeconomic equality which I, it is in, in no way even saying that i feel like i'm yeah. enraging some people out oh there. yeah yeah and like and I mean, that's why i said it's it's a thing that is like a plausible a, a, a theoretical hypothesis i'm not even saying i think it's true but i don't even know if i have nothing to do with but but elim- eliminating these programs <laughs> that are like get girls into stem does not go contrary to our to abby's thesis that we need to make it a normal thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the the fact that we've got these systems in place is inherently going against the idea that we're making it normal for women yeah. to be an engineer and it also can discriminate against other groups like there I, they had a, an example where there was a library program at a community and they were doing a robotics program for girls for the in this like library program and they would not let boys take part yeah like they got this one kid who was like, I really want to be in the robotics program. They're like, nope, you're not a girl. You can't be in it. Mm-hmm. That really bothered me. We had that one. There was in the one robotics competition we were judging and they had a school that had a boys team and a girls team. And I was like looking at that and I was like, why? Like you are, oh, you're so part of the problem here. And they're like, mm-hmm. we have a team of girls. And it's like, yeah, that's, oh, that's so much worse than not having yeah, a team exactly. of girls. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why you just have a team of everyone? Well, like you have enough kids, you have two teams, have two teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, ugh. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's it's a lot of things. It's, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 no, that's exactly part of the problem. Is it's It's such a gargantuan, deep-seated problem that it can be, it's so overwhelming to try and think mm-hmm. of how to approach it. And the easy ways to approach it often are making it worse exactly it's it's every time we point out 
that, yeah, there's not a lot of girls. And then we do programs that overcompensate in this weird way of targeting just to girls and doing things only for girls. And it's just, it's, I think it's making it worse personally. Yeah. Well, and you're also putting a bunch of pressure on, on those girls to be like, you should be an engineer. And if they're like, I don't like, it's still not mm -hmm. a good place to be a woman right now. Yeah. Then all of a sudden now, now there's the additional thing of, well, I did everything. Like I did all this stuff. Why are you not an engineer now? Yeah. And see, that's also a tough thing that you said. <laughs> Well, no, it's, it's legit. Like, yeah. It's not just not just that of why aren't you an engineer, but when you become an engineer, I think also because there are so few, few females feeling like you need to represent all females yeah. well. And it's like, if I can't solve a problem, then that's like reflecting on an entire gender of women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm just stupid. Like we had the girls' school come in and it was like, well, Abby's a girl. She should hang out with them. Like, that's what the hell are you talking Again, about? Again, also very <laughs> insulting um, to be asked to say maybe do a presentation to young girls and if you're a female engineer you should talk to them yeah and it's for the only reason of me being a female not because i'm good at a thing or because i have an interesting insight yeah but what if can... you're a jerk and you hate kids yeah but like <laughs> just assuming that young girls can only look up to older women is yeah. also stupid just more assumptions it's... well that, yeah, that, that, that girls can't have role models that aren't female yeah. exactly yeah for especially in a field where like some of the best role role models are are not female yeah just because but like they aren't going to become like engineering superstars you we're not going to have female engineering superstars until those people are inspired by not female yeah. engineering mm -hmm. superstars. Yeah. Women can't look up to Elon Musk because he's not a woman. No, it's not yeah. allowed. No, well, I and, and, have it, nothing in common with him. Well, and, and the, like that does yeah. ask, like, how many people, how many, how many girls have not gone that direction because they were told that oh, you, 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 they, you're not, you have to look up to female role models, and the lack of female role models is part of the problem. Mm -hmm. I think it's also insulting that as a quote unquote role model, I'm being told that I'm a role model, as you know, in that I have something that people admire about me or something uh, typically people that are role models have done something cool or have overcome something or mm -hmm. blah 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 and the fact is that i'm just a girl who completed a program you got born I've with lady parts exactly and you're telling me i'm <laughs> not, special not you get to be a role model <laughs> exactly it's it's insulting again yeah, it's yeah. it's just yeah. like screw everything that you think can do and blah 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 and it's yeah it's not because exactly it's not you because you're good parts. at what you do it's yeah. because you have lady stand parts. up here and talk to these little girls yeah all right just treat me normal yeah remember a year ago i said i hated goldie blocks yeah oh. yeah this is this is why i hate goldie blocks because yeah. it's like don't fix don't make girl lego make lego for everyone mm -hmm. well that's that's a different the Le the girl lego is a different argument like because lego is just trying to make money they're not trying to get people into no stuff. i know yeah they don't really care like, like, like goldie, goldie blocks specifically is their goal is yeah it's a different it's a different thing yeah, i'm just like, saying i'm just saying lego catches a lot of shit and i like lego and i want to defend them that's all <laughs> that's fine um but i mean like they used to be lego for everyone yeah. back back in like the 80s 90s it was all the blocks were multicolor. all of the branding on the boxing was multi multi-sexual yes i don't want to get into this debate right now okay <laughs> Like, I, I will have this debate with you on another okay. episode. Okay. Um, anyway. That was, I guess, all my points, other than other anecdotes that I have. That I want to hear an anecdote. Just another one just, of being just, treated differently? That makes yeah. me sad. I don't want to hear an anecdote. Okay, fine. No, I... Uh, but <laughs> This no. one's kind of... Okay, good. Yeah, I, go for it. This I, was not in a professional okay, setting. Well, okay. And I want to hear this because these are the kinds of things that we, as male engineers, never experience. And maybe we don't even notice when they happen because we aren't attuned to it mm -hmm. 
So sure. like these kinds of the anecdotes are great, even if they make, actually they should make you feel bad, Pete. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. This one's kind of funny. John Carl finds this how funny. John Carl being my husband. Um, <laughs> I was at a, I guess this is kind of professional. I was at a, uh, not an offsite. I was, I was at a restaurant with coworkers after a meeting. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, table of engineers. And um, it was a long day, you know, in a warm place. And we're like, you know, let's get, let's get some beer. Mm-hmm. Someone said. Um, and so what they did is they're like, yeah, beer, everyone. Yeah, beer, beer sounds good. And so they go around the table and they start pointing to people and going beer, 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 beer. you know, like, yeah, you want a beer? You, you want, want a beer? beer? You want a beer? I know you. Yeah. So beer, 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 get to me, white wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's like, oh, that's awful. Oh, you're right. That's wow. terrible. And again, it's not something that's like terribly insulting or something. It's just one of those moments of like, oh, that's a weird assumption. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and it's, and it's like, I mean, it's particularly toxic in that environment because it's with like with work people, but it's also just general sexism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, it, it again, it emphasizes the like not being just like even the phrase being like one of the guys is is bad. I shouldn't say that. One of one of the part of the group, part of the department. I just want to be one of the people. One of the peeps. Hey, peeps. There yeah. is something it's interesting is there is something that so I do pay attention to often, which is <laughs> phrases like like man up or like be a man or like manly stuff. Yeah. That annoys me a lot. Grow up hair. So I, 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 I pay attention to that a lot because okay. I, I find it like and as something, that- it's one of those things where like, I will feel that kind of phrase coming and be like, no, don't say that. That's stupid. <laughs> so it's one of those, it's one of those things where like, I think for a while it was part of my vocabulary and now I'm trying to make it not because I think it's dumb. No. And that's, that is probably one of the best things that you can do again. As, yeah. a, as a male in engineering. But then also, like, the, the flip side of being like, well, you should just be like, woman up, because women are tough, too. That's the opposite. That's even That's worse. Stupid. Suck it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you should just stop being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so discriminating against babies, Pete? Because they wake me up a lot <laughs> and yell at me. <laughs> All right. I think there's definitely more to be said. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think we're also running into a time limit, so... We to would, be continued. We, we, we always say we want listener feedback, but this is one that we would love specifically listener feedback from everybody. Not just women. Not just engineers, even. <laughs> yeah. Like people. Whoever's listening to this, we'd love to hear what you think about it. And uh, we can, like, we're happy to continue talking about this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something where I think I'd like to come back and talk about how we think this sort of issue could be addressed, other than stop being stupid about the ways you are addressing it because there yeah. is there is a problem yeah that it could benefit from some measure of compensation like some measure of like no compensation is the wrong word that's exactly the mentality is that we need to compensate the yeah i was trying to find a better word yeah okay. <laughs> that's why i said with, with a compensation <laughs> um yeah no i think there are definitely things that can be yeah. done but i have no idea how to go about it exactly about mm-hmm. so it'd be interesting to chat about how we could go about doing things okay maybe, i think that'd be a fun conversation what if we let's let's put it out there we and also our, hopefully our listeners can think of think of specific things that are part of the problem whether it is just an ad, like adversarial power relationships, whether it is hiring practices, whether it is, uh, I don't know, like there are lots and lots of things that are wrong with the situation. And we can, 
trying to address the whole problem, like address it as a monumental problem of women in engineering, quote unquote, is going to get us nowhere. No, it should be people in engineering. Well, there, that's, like, that's like, one like, thing. Yeah. And I, like part of it could be, I don't want to start down this path now because we're out of time, but... <laughs> Like talking it, a long time it's, it's gonna part of it's gonna come down to we need to not solve women in engineering we need to solve a diverse range of people in engineering generally we and need how to just you, be better people you need a universal solution not a specific solution because the specific solution is inherently counterproductive because mm-hmm. it's solving a single problem yep which is in and of itself not the solution mm-hmm. okay yeah those we just said two completely opposite things. I'm oh, not really? sure where we're going. No, we did. Well, no. I'm saying there's specific things we need to solve. Okay, you're saying specific yeah. things we need to solve, but not in the context for everyone. specifically of gender. Yeah, for okay. everyone. I'm down with that. Okay. Be good out there, people. Be nice to each other. Yep. Don't, I, don't offer people white wine. I would like a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I want a white wine. <laughs> I know. Poor Simon. Yeah, Forced to drink yeah. beer. I don't know. We, we were, uh, it was last summer when uh, one of our male coworkers ordered sangria at the pub and everyone gave him like the, the, the strange look. Yeah. So <laughs> it works both ways. Yeah. It's true. It's just, it, anyway. Anything different is gives you strange looks. I order fancy beer and people are like, fancy beer. It's in that weird bowl cup because you're all fancy fans. And, yeah. Like, but all you got to do then is just like get a man bun and like start wearing plaid and then that's okay. You can order all the fancy beer you want. <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright this has been How Do You Engineer hopefully you enjoyed this talk and uh, will let us know what you thought and what you'd like us to talk about in the future on the web on the internet I'm sure you can figure out where we are on Facebook in the place with the stuff yep this episode was brought to you by shawarma mm-hmm. it was delicious <laughs> <laughs>